Are you always questioning if you're a good enough mom? Are you burning the candle at both ends feeling desperate to find ways to take better care of your family? Welcome to the Busy Farm Mom. I'm your host, Amanda. We will be navigating motherhood, discussing nourishing food choices, holistic wellness, and of course, agriculture. We can gather around as friends in this space while being in our most chaotic stages of life. Whether you're chasing your toddler, preparing endless amounts of meals for your family, driving to work, or running the grain cart, this space is an opportunity to grow and learn simple tips to tackle the doubt that creeps in of, am I a good enough mom? Kick that thought out of your mind and come join our judgment-free zone where we will never question that you're doing a great job, mama. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. So there has been a lot going on lately for me. In the last two weeks, I have been to five different events selling my beef, and that has just been extremely busy. I've opened my storefront in these two weeks, got a lot of stuff for that ready, and it's just been a little bit of chaos. So with that kind of being the forefront of what I've been doing lately, I thought that this was the perfect topic to kind of talk about and tell you guys a little bit more kind of how my beef business got started. So first off, it's a holiday month and everyone is looking for the perfect Christmas gifts for those people special to them. From a small business owner, I just want to sit here and thank you truly from the bottom of my heart and obviously so many other people that are in the small business sector. Thank you for supporting us small business owners throughout the year and the holiday season. We will never be able to express how much that truly means to us. You don't realize that that matters so much. It lifts us up when someone chooses to purchase from us instead of from a larger corporate store. So this holiday season, if you are looking for that gift for someone that doesn't need anything more or you don't know what to get them, I will say beef makes a great gift. You can check out all that I have to offer at my website, 2383farms.com. I can even ship the gift straight to them and it takes all of the worry and all of the stress off of you for the holiday season. So With that, I'm going to talk more in detail of how I got started running 2383 Farms, what it looks like, what I do, where it's going. I've shared a little bit about this on social media at times, but I don't really feel like I've ever got kind of into depth on it. So I wanted to share that all with you guys today. So for starters, I'm going to explain our operation. So we are a cow-calf operation and we run as a family. So it is my husband, my brother-in-law, my father-in-law, and then us as wives all together running our operation. We do cow-calf. We calve in spring. We do a small group in the fall, but predominantly our spring calving is going to be our biggest time of the year. And we all operate together without each other, we would not be running the operation that we have. But we also, for more or less books, and let's just say we haven't like joined together. So we are all our separate numbers, operation, technically on paper. But 
the work is all of us together. Okay. So with that, we have some back at home. And as I've shared a lot on social media, we also have at our pasture, which is almost 80 miles away. So there is a lot of work, a lot of time that goes into calving season. It's extremely important, obviously, for our operation, for us. And so there is, there's a lot of work that goes into that. And just like anybody knows, when you have cow-calf, whether you have 10 head or whether you have 500 head, it is extremely hard. It's a tolling operation because you are doing everything possible to get healthy calves on the ground, keep them warm, keep them out of the mud, keep them growing, keep them healthy along the way, and produce a healthy big calf that is going to someday feed hundreds of people, okay? So everybody kind of follows along with that as a cow-calf operation. So that's kind of a little bit of like the background of how the operation is in a very short example. So kind of a little bit of background of how our mindset started this whole thing Back in 2020, time goes fast. Back in 2020, we kind of got talking a little bit about, you know, it's very frustrating. We go through all this work of calving out heifers and bull calves. And then when it comes time to selling the heifers and the steers, which, okay, every boy calf is born as a bull calf, but you castrate, and then that is known as a steer. So if anybody doesn't know that, when I'm talking about steers and heifers, that's what that is. So when we grow them, we do not keep them as bull calves. We castrate and have them as steers. Okay, so when we sell our steers and heifers, the steers, this is an across-the-board known thing for cow-calf producers. Steers sell better. Feedlots love steers. They feed out better or they they claim they do. And so that's something feedlots want are steers. Well, you can't pick what you get. So your calf crop of heifers, sometimes we see a lot of the time they do not bring as much. Well, during calving season, we're not going to pick to save the steer over the heifer. I mean, we're going to do whatever we can to save everything. And it's not like we work kind of unequally. We're going to save and keep everything absolutely healthy. So when we go through all this work and then we get the heifers for a cheaper sale when we sell them, sometimes it's disheartening. I mean, it's what we do for a living. And so one night, me and my husband, Josh, started kind of talking a little bit about it. And we're like, you know, what are some ways that we could find how to utilize our heifers a little bit better? And so we went through, you know, replacement heifers, so many different options. And we all know what happened in 2020. The idea of selling our beef kind of was at the forefront of something that I thought would be absolutely fantastic. I saw through the whole year of 2020, people not having a clue where their food came from, 
scrambling in not being able to find food, protein sources, beef. The lockers filled up like crazy because now everybody else wanted farm-raised beef. They wanted the availability of having it. And so I just thought that that was something that we have the resources to do this for. And it was something that I thought I would thoroughly enjoy the idea behind it and sharing our agricultural background, our farm story, just how everything comes together, how it works. And that to me was something that I was like, I can do this. This this is some way that we can utilize a few of our heifers every year and really show that, hey, we can we can make something out of these and this is beneficial. So between some of our heifers, between some of our lightweight steers, and sometimes I've gotten one like this, at the sale barn or when you sell them, if a calf, when it was born, had ears that got frostbit, sometimes they those ears will be shorter. Well, there is absolutely nothing wrong with that calf, with that going to grow up to be steer or heifer, and that carcass and that meat. So on something like that, I'm able to take an animal like that that we would get docked for and turn that into meat to be able to sell for people. So we never would process anything that isn't healthy. That all gets taken to sale. That's we we don't keep anything like that. That's not what we're trying to give to customers with our beef. We want healthy animals that are going to grow and we can get good quality, high quality meat from. So that is kind of the start of kind of what me and my husband had conversations about in the beginning of this. And that was like, okay, let's see if this could work. So then I completely dove in. I did my research and by saying I did my research, I mean I spent hours and hours figuring out exactly how this was going to work, exactly what I was going to have to do, exactly to AT what I was going to need. So along that way of doing all the research, I also talked to a few different people that helped me and I used them as kind of a resource. And I was just blown away by the willingness of these people to help me out and get started. To me, I was like, oh, they'll never help me. They'll not be willing to give me advice because they're doing the exact same thing that I want to be starting and doing. Well, fast forward, you kind of look at it as there are millions of people in this world that need to eat or in in this country that need to eat. And we can only produce so much beef ourselves for these people. There is enough to go around. It's not like it is a competition. And that to me reflected exactly how agriculture is. So the people I was talking to, obviously they raise their own beef. They're in agriculture. And that was such a like neighbor to neighbor helping each other out. That's exactly how agriculture is. And so when I found that, I was like, this 
just warms my heart that so many people were so willing to help me get started and kind of guide me in the direction that I needed to go. So then fast forward 2021, I really, really did dive headfirst and I got everything started. Mind you, this was four months after I had my second kid. So kind of looking back at that, I'm like, what was I thinking? This was crazy. Why Why did I think I could handle this? But I will say he was such a good baby. It was like, oh, I can handle this. And my first was a great kid. And I'm like, oh, I can do it all, you know, all this stuff. Well, yeah, looking back, I, I am a little bit crazy and it sometimes gets to be a lot. But getting back to that, when I say I dove headfirst in, I I really did. I decided I was going to do this thing and there was not going to be any looking back. So starting the business, it really wasn't a small investment. So I, I in no way am comparing this to anyone else's business, but some businesses you can start up and you can invest, you know, a few hundred dollars in the supplies and what you're going to need to do whatever you're doing, or even a thousand dollars or two thousand dollars. You invest that, and then you're able to make that product and start trying to generate income off of it. Well, it wasn't just me investing a few hundred dollars or a few thousand dollars. It was diving that headfirst in and investing in a lot of different things before I could even make a single sale. So I had to, first off, purchase the calves from our farm way before we could ever even get them processed. Obviously, I bought them as calves and then my, my business bought them as calves. And that's how then we had to grow them and feed them out and finish them. So I also had to purchase freezers because once these got, beef got processed, I needed somewhere to go with this beef. So I have a bunch of deep freezers and that is how I store my meat. Then I also purchased shipping supplies. So I didn't want to start getting orders and then have to go scrambling after this stuff in the heat of being busy. So I got boxes, I got liners to be able to keep everything cold. I had to, you know, set all that stuff up. I then have had to pay for processing and then finally I had this beef. So all before I even sold a single cut of beef, I was doing all of this, investing my money into all of this, and like I've said, diving headfirst in. But I knew it was what I wanted to do, and I told myself, I'm going to make this work. It's what I want. I can do this. So... Finally, in June of 2022, because it doesn't just happen overnight that you have a calf and then you can have beef, it takes a little bit of a process. So in June of 2022, I had my first group of beef processed and I had it picked up and I was running this business solely out of our house. And I kind of was a little scared starting it. What I thought was going to happen was I was going to put this out on social media and I was going to have people from all over the U.S. following and purchasing beef. That was what was in my head. But somehow it's really funny how you plan something 
And then it definitely does not happen that way. So I quickly found out that local people were so, so supportive of me and this new business. I, starting out, was so scared to even do anything in my town, in my surrounding towns. I wanted to go outside of where I knew people because I'm like, what are they going to think of me? You know, nobody's done this and nobody brought this to town. What what are they going to think? What are they going to do? And that quickly kind of like slapped me in the face that I was completely wrong. Anywhere in my town, in the surrounding towns, I am just blown away at the support that I have gotten. And that truly just like brings me so much joy. I'm like, how could I have thought that they weren't going to support, but you just never know. You start something new and and you don't know how it's going to take off. And so that was kind of my biggest struggle starting out of what are people going to think? And I, like I said, quickly kind of got over that scaredness of that and realized that they are going to be in my corner supporting me all the way. So with that, I really started getting my name out there. I was doing social media posts, but like I said, the most helpful way to get my name out there was through in-person events. So for the almost last year and a half now, yeah, since June of 2022, I have been loading up my beef and taking it to in-person events, and it's been all around the state. I have been able to grow in such amazing ways that way and get connections and talk to people that I would have never met in my life if I would not have done this. So when I do a show, I actually load up two of my small freezers and put all the beef in them. I run a generator and I take off for the event with my pickup loaded down. And first off, I would not, would not be able to do this without Josh. He is super supportive of me doing this business, but he kind of said from the start, like, he didn't want to be involved on the beef selling side, and he was just going to be, like, behind the scenes of this. I will say he does help from time to time if I need it at a show or sometime when I'm cooking or something like that. But otherwise, he's kind of the behind the scenes guy that just helps me get ready for the shows. I cannot load the freezers into the back end of my pickup without him. So he helps with that. He helps me pack up the beef. He helps me prep the samples that I take to shows. He gets up early in the mornings, finishes packing me up, sends me on my way. And most important, he's always getting the kids where they need to be for the day when I'm gone at these shows, which I will say, most of the time is grandma. She uh, helps in more ways than one. And so I'm very, very lucky to be able to have, like everyone says, that village to allow me to do what I love and that we can make it all work. So as I kept going to these shows, my business obviously has grown. I'll go to one show that I've never been to and people, oh, I saw you at this show or I've been told about you. I've seen you on social media. I've seen you on Facebook. I've seen this. I've seen that. And that 
has shown me that obviously what I'm doing has helped me grow and, and get my name out there. And so through that, I did want to be able to provide more ways to serve my customers. I was selling them bundles of beef. They had plenty of this meat in their freezers or they were cattle producers themselves, but would still have the conversations with me at shows, all of that. So I decided to kind of put everything together and I created an all beef cookbook with some of our favorite beef recipes. And then I actually got nine other ladies that contributed their favorite ones too. So it has been such a fun journey to offer this cookbook that so many people find helpful because so many of us, like I said, kind of the idea of it was we have freezers full of beef. And if you're anything like me, we make the same six things from beef time and time again. And so kind of the idea, I took regular recipes, but I changed them up a little bit. So I either put kind of a spin on it or I almost can join like two recipes or I'm like, okay, what flavors would go good with this? And so I just put these little spins and added something different to each of these recipes. And let me tell you, my family loves them. Everyone that has bought this cookbook, I have gotten great feedback from. And so that project, actually, I worked on pretty much all of this year, spring months, and finally released that in June of this year. And it went over so, so well. It was something that, again, was really nervous about people like locally, like they're going to be able to walk up to me and be like, that recipe was crap. Well, let's be honest. If they think it, nobody's going to actually do it because I haven't got that yet. So again, kind of stretched my neck out there, kind of did something a little bit different. And it has been so much fun seeing pictures of people sending me what they make out of it and getting, you know, to these shows and somebody has bought it before and they're like, I've made this and this and we've loved it. And I just love hearing the feedback of it. So kind of continuing this whole year, we went to farmer's markets. I released this cookbook. I've been highlighting a lot of that. We've gone to some really big shows lately, all of that kind of stuff. And so I knew that this business was picking up. I knew I was growing. And so for running it out of our house and for me working a job, I wanted to make it a little bit more convenient for people to access our beef. So for the month of November and then here in December, I have started a temporary storefront for the holiday season here in our town. And so far, it has been the most rewarding experience to be able to have people that I know walk into what I can call my store and be able to sell them beef. And they know exactly where it's coming from. And it has been a wonderful thing so far. And I'm so glad I got the nerve to finally start this. So when I told Josh that I wanted to sell this beef from day one, that was kind of my idea. I wanted a storefront. That is exactly what I wanted. I wanted to be available to people, but life and family is a little bit more important and it just was not in the cards for me at the time. It was something that I definitely considered, but at the time it was just not right. And This situation and the area, the space that I was able to rent, just it felt right. It was something that I was like, 
I think I can do this. It kind of fell into my lap and that was just absolutely perfect for me. It was, it's been so rewarding. So kind of from here going forward with my beef business, I'm going to try to figure out how to balance this growing business with my family life and my work life. I I tell people a lot that I have the side business and I run this in between my real job in in quotations if you want to say real job. And I don't know if that's a right way to put this and describe what I do because let's let's be honest, my side business has literally taken off enough that it's enough that I could be working full time on top of my job with this business. And so I just have to be able to find the balance. We want to provide this home-raised beef to as many people that we can around Nebraska and the U.S. And I know that first, my family, my kids, that all comes first. So kind of going forward and my 2024 goals is to find that balance. How can I provide this beef? What is this going to look like going forward? What is this experience going to look like in 10 years? I mean, are we going to still be going strong? Are we going to be bigger? What are we going to do? So looking back, I would consider myself like pretty new at this because really only a year and a half, that's not very far into a business. And I was looking at some stuff the other day, doing some paperwork, and I'm like, you know, at times you feel like you're failing in the business, and I'm sure everybody feels that way if they run a business of themselves. You have moments where you're like, I'm just not doing something right. This isn't working. What? How can I do this better? And then there's times that you look at something or something occurs to you, and it's like, whoa. I am doing something right. And the other day, I found that between June of 2022 and October of 2023, I have processed and moved 22 head of beef in my business. So for starting out, I would say that is a huge thing for me. That has made me so happy. If you look at the actual numbers of how many pounds of beef 22 head is, I mean, that is a lot that has moved through my freezers and gotten to people's tables and been able to be from our farm to someone else's table. So that has just set my mindset of this has been absolutely awesome. This has been knocked out of the park for what I ever thought that this business was going to be. So this overall has been a process the last two years. I've been growing and starting 2383 Farms, and I cannot thank you guys enough for following along on social media. All the likes, all the shares, all the comments, you don't realize how much those things mean to a small business. And then one step further, if you have purchased anything, if you have shared it with your friends, anything like that, that too on this journey is such a glorious time for any small business owner. I mean, we thoroughly enjoy everyone interacting, everyone being a part of this journey with us and following along. 
I never imagined that this side business would fulfill so much happiness in my heart because I do. I truly, truly love what I'm doing with this and the experiences, the people that I get to meet. So one last thing I will say, I kind of mentioned it at the beginning, but I will say 2383 Farms Beef makes great gifts this holiday season. I have local pickup, local delivery, and now my storefront, and I ship to all 50 states. If you are interested in giving the gift of some home-raised beef this holiday season, visit my website at 2383farms.com to order, or you can send me a message or an email, however you want to get a hold of me, I can kind of take orders anyway. You truly make a small business owner like myself jump for joy when we see people choosing to purchase from our businesses. I cannot thank you guys enough. Thank you for listening to this today. I hope that you kind of enjoyed learning a little bit more about the business, what I all do. And sometimes I don't I don't share enough about the behind the scenes of of truly what all goes on in the business and it's been a journey. So, thank you guys so much. Thanks for joining me today. I hope you feel more equipped to take on your role of everyday life as a busy farm mom. I hope to continue the learning and conversation with you on Instagram. You can find me at 2383farms. And if you enjoyed this episode, take a screenshot to share to your stories, share it with another mom friend, or leave a review. This helps me reach more and more overwhelmed moms looking for quick, helpful tips. Thank you again. You're doing great, mama. See you next time.